0: Uh, Bill O'Reilly needs a new introduction. He has been, for many years, the number one host uh, by far on cable television, uh, one of the most respected and influential news commentators in the country. Uh, Bill, congratulations on the new book.
1: Appreciate it, Michael. Thanks for having me in.
0: Have you? Were you inspired to take a look at this topic because of the very frequent references by president trump to this idea of uh, witch hunting
1: uh it was the other way around um he was inspired by me i think um look i decided to write this book because of the cancel culture uh which is uh harming this nation to a degree that not many people understand it's hysteria it's corruption being enabled by the corporate media lives are being destroyed every day we have that at the end of killing the witches all of the modern day atrocities that are happening but i wanted people to understand about their country and how things got out of control fast so we opened the book with the bay and the 66 day journey from plymouth england to massachusetts and you did not want to be on that boat michael Everybody thinks Thanksgiving, Pilgrims, Mayflower passes stuffing. No, brutal, absolutely brutal. And when the Puritans got here, they're at each other's throats, half of them die. Um, It was just a frenzy every single day. And that translated later on into the witch hysteria, which took 20 lives, 20 people were executed, hundreds of others thrown into prison, jail, uh, where some of them died. No doubt. Oh, no you make
0: it. You make it clear that this was not just a handful of people, uh, because there weren't that many people who lived in Salem, Massachusetts. No. Which uh, it's, it's, and this is 1692. Just to make it clear, right. it's 70 years after, 72 years after the Pilgrims landed. But it uh,
1: permeated all of the Massachusetts Bay Colony. The only reason it stopped was because of the loons in Salem. Accused the governor's wife, Mary Phipps, of being a witch, and that then he was so infuriated by it, the governor that he stopped it, uh, and there were scores killed and hung in uh, Connecticut and other places. But the point was that hysteria gripped and and fear enveloped the new country, the new land, and now we have fear and hysteria again in America. This cancel culture just – and I give example after example after example. If you if regular folks, their lives are destroyed, and it's got to stop.
0: And uh, in terms of uh, what what happened in Massachusetts, one of the things I was pleased to see about this book, because uh, this is actually something that uh, uh, opened my eyes. My eyes were opened to taking colonial history in college, is uh, – that this was not made up out of whole cloth, and and your book is very fair in this regard. There were actually multiple instances of people seeming to be demonically possessed, of uh, people writhing and screaming and losing control, and uh, looking at one another and and thereby losing control and shrieking. And uh, what what do you believe, having researched this and written Killing the Witches, which is posted up at our website at michaelmedved.com, what do you think was really happening with all of these literally scores of mostly women, but some men as well, who seem to have demonic possession going on?
1: Well, look it was a superstitious age and witch burnings in europe numbered into the thousands um, in england you were not allowed to burn a witch they were hung because the king dictated that witchcraft was a crime against the crown where in europe germany and france it was a heresy it was religious crime so when the hysteria broke out in salem it broke out because these children who started it were miserable they were oppressed they couldn't play they couldn't sing they couldn't do anything because the uh, puritan culture it just crushes people with the uh, you can't do this you can't do that so they basically started a movement that was exciting for them the kids got attention it was uh, you know they got status people feared them and these girls, these young girls, they put on these hysteronics, and the clerics wanted to believe this. People believe what they want to believe to this day. And there was an economic component, that if you were accused as a witch, the local government seized your house, your land, your assets, your money. And then they divided it up among themselves, <laughs> and they all got rich. Well, you also talk the witch about— hunters.
0: You also talk about and acknowledge there's not only an economic component, there was a racial component because of a, a slave woman from Africa named Tichuba who was held responsible for having brought witchcraft to Massachusetts. Uh, you found out uh, some fairly compelling information about her, didn't you?
1: Yes, and, and it wasn't that hard. It wasn't like Killing the Killers, um, two previous killing books down, where I had to go and ferret out uh, all of this national security stuff to tell a reader how the United States was wiping out the jihad. Here, every word in the witch trials was taken down by scribes in the courtroom. And those original transcriptions are in New England museums, and we got them all. So there's no exaggeration. We didn't have to make anything up or or speculate. And this slave that you refer to, Tituba, came from Barbados uh, and brought These superstitions, some of them were voodoo, some of them were witchcraft, and told the stories to the young girls who were excited by the stories and then incorporated them into their accusations. And meanwhile, these people, they're just living their lives, and all of a sudden, the constable shows up and says, you're under arrest for being a witch. And they go, what? And then two weeks later, they get a a noose around their neck. And there's also...
0: At, at, the, at the end of the book, there are additional passages about, uh, well, the case that inspired The Exorcist uh, bestselling no, novel that, and books and, and more.
1: The linkage I make, um, first of all, I just want to make this point. There were good people in Salem, and they knew this was just homicide, what was going on. But if they, when they spoke out, they were then branded a witch. So everybody was scared. It's like today, you speak out against the cancel culture, you're a racist, a homophobe, whatever it may be. I've been doing this for 26 years, this new analysis. Every day of my life, I'm smeared. Every day of my life. It's
0: uh, called The Exorcist. It is referenced uh, extensively in the new book, Killing the Witches. The horror of Salem, Massachusetts, because one of the things that William Peter Blatty and William Friedkin, who were behind the movie and the novel, the novel researched by uh, and and written by a devout Catholic, William Peter Blatty, uh, part of what they were concerned about was the real record of demonic possession which didn't end in Salem, Massachusetts in 1692, which is the subject of Bill O'Reilly's most recent book. And it's going to be a number one bestseller as most of his books are, but this one for sure, because it's fascinating material. It's called Killing the Witches, The Horror of Salem, Massachusetts. And we were just in the process of connecting some of the reports of demonic possession which continue here into the 21st century and which uh gripped in in fear and and horror and and hysteria the uh, small town and then the entire colony of massachusetts in the 1690s uh what about that similarities between reports of demonic possession that persist in our world and what they experienced in Salem
1: okay so uh, if you are accused of a witch that means you are in the league with the devil you are doing the devil's work that's the definition of a witch and in modern America now there is a remedy for cases that can't be explained by psychiatry, psychiatric care or medical care, there was one, and this is the basis of the book, The Exorcist, in Maryland, 13-year-old boy named Ronald Hunkler who underwent a ferocious procedure by eight Jesuit priests in St. Louis, because the boy had physical injuries, he was speaking in uh, am- amoraic. uh, he was doing all kinds of things, hurting himself and three months the Jesuits tried to get the devil, the spirit, the demon, whatever you want to say, out of him. We get into that because Hunkler's life and we con- chronicle what happened to him after this thing was so bizarre And when people bring up witchcraft, a lot of times they'll bring up demonic possession. And most people don't believe that there is an act of evil, a devil, and they don't believe it. They simply reject it out of hand. But when you see what happened on that movie set, and you're a movie guy, you know Freakin didn't believe in anything. Eight people died on that set during the filming of The Exorcist. And Freakin himself, And we talked from him... um, he chronicled bizarre stuff that went on and he can you know he attributes it to some supernatural thing so i combined that with the real life case of hunkler just to say that this witchcraft deal this demonic possession deal is not over it's active to this day
0: how did, how did and, the people die on the set of exorcism.
1: In mean, all different it? ways, and we chronicle that, all different ways. Heart attacks, uh, accidents, um, all of that. I mean there's so many bizarre things when you read the end of it that um, even if you are an atheist, you don't believe in anything and you will never believe because you don't want to believe. <laughs> then you, When you go back and, and see what the chronicling is, you know, By people who don't have an agenda. They don't have a pro-faith agenda, pro-God agenda. I mean, it's pretty troubling.
0: And uh, there are pictures of of Father William Bowden
1: who performed... Yeah, we got it all. We got their diaries. We got everything they did, because they were required, because the Catholic Church is so, so cautious in these matters. They were required to write down everything that happened, document what happened with witnesses, and the parents of the boy, and the relatives of the boy, and and it's on and on and on and on. And the Washington Post actually broke this story in the legitimate press, which was a legitimate press back then, okay, in the 1950s. It isn't any longer. Um, But they broke the story, and they ran it as a hard news story, the Washington Post
0: you you spoke earlier today and certainly you reference with uh, your your new book Killing the Witches it's posted at our website at michaelmedved.com you reference the cancel culture as the 21st century equivalent of the witchcraft hysteria of the 1690s what are the two most horrifying uh, unjust uh, appalling examples of the cancel culture that
1: you would cite. Okay, page 266, Killing the Witches, Doug Adler. He's a broadcaster for ESPN. He's covering a Serena Williams tennis match. He says on the air, Ms. Williams is using guerrilla tactics, like guerrilla warfare, hit and run, G-U-E-R. A New York Times stringer accuses Adler of calling Serena Williams a gorilla, G-O-R, okay? (laughs) Yeah, it's funny, but it's not funny. But what happened to the guy? Adler gets fired the next day by ESPN. He then has a heart attack and almost dies. He has never received an apology, never been hired back. This is an unbelievable example of a witch hunt cancel culture, and this guy doesn't know what hit him. And then in Northern Virginia, a teacher, Kimberly Williams, young teacher at Parkview High School, Loudoun County, okay? One night, police come to her house, rescue her, because one of her students accused her of inappropriate behavior, book her. She's fired by the school district. She's shamed, can't come out of her house. And then two weeks later, the charges are dropped because there's absolutely no evidence at all Against her, but she doesn't and, get her job back, and she has to sue. She wins five million dollars. Yes, what was she
0: accused she, of exactly?
1: She was a high school teacher.
0: Yeah, and what was she accused of?
1: I don't even want to tell you. Okay. <laughs> because it's not not fair to her. To, to um, and I don't even have it in the book. I just say she was a pr- accused of inappropriate behavior with a student. Okay? Uh uh-huh. With nothing to it. It was like the girls in Salem, and her whole life is ruined to this day. Those are two examples, and we got plenty of others in there. This is a cancel culture. These people can't defend themselves. Very few Americans can defend themselves. They come after you and accuse you. You're done. This is wrong.
0: And uh, again, uh, the perspective uh, is invaluable in terms of killing the witches uh which has to do with the reactions of people years later to the witch trials of benjamin franklin and particularly james madison john adams even thomas jefferson uh all this in bill o'reilly's latest book killing the witches uh bill godspeed to you Uh, Stay safe from the cancel culture and all malevolent forces. We'll be right back.
1: The Michael Medved Show.